You know, when I was a kid growing up in Chicago, I remember one point, I was probably about 11 or 12, maybe 10, 10, 11 years old, everybody wanted to be a singer. And, and in my neighborhood, what guys would do is stand out under the street lights and sing at night. And I remember because of Jackson 5, they were so big, I wanted to sing. And so me and two of my best friends, Cliff and Billy, we decided we were going to start a singing group. And of course, I was the lead singer of the group because I had the personality and the voice and all that. And I remember one day we were practicing singing our, our songs. We were singing an old Jackson 5 song. And my father kind of walked in and my father listened to us for a minute. And I'll never forget, he looked at me and he said, boy, 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 singing ain't your thing. You need to give up that singing thing. And that's not what I would hear my dad say, but that's what he said. He said, singing ain't your thing. And he, he then went out and he bought me three albums. One of Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, fam most famous speeches, one of... President, former President John Kennedy's famous speeches, and one of a congressman out of New York by the name of Adam Clayton Powell, who's also a pretty good, pretty good speaker. And he said, you know, you got a great voice, but you're not a singer. He said, why don't you listen to what these men do and learn to talk like that? And I didn't want to hear that, but you know what? I listened to it because my dad asked me to. I listened to it, and you know what? I found out I liked it. I mean, I really, really liked it. I liked them so much, I started learning some of the speeches by heart. And sometimes I would kind of change them a little bit to make them funny. And my friends loved it when I would do it, too. And then I had some of the adults in the neighborhood who started asking me about speaking at their church for Martin Luther King's birthday and stuff like that. Well, you know, guys, today I'm a full-grown adult. I mean, look at me. I'm big. I'm, I'm grown. I'm full. And, 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 and I'm considered one of the top speakers in the country in America. In fact, the top speaker in the country for teenagers, for young people. And, and the thing I wonder sometimes is how did my father know when I was 11 years old that this was something I could do? How did my daddy know that this was something I could do probably better than 95, 99% of the people in the population? How did my father know when I was that young? I didn't even know there was a job title called Motivational Speaker. But now that's what I do for a living. That's how I take care of my family. That's how I got to meet most of you, is doing that. And I think the message there is that for each and every one of us, sometimes there's stuff we want to do because we saw somebody else do it or because we saw it on TV. But it may not be our, our talent set. But I'm convinced that for every one of us out there, for every one of us, there's something that you do better than almost anybody else in the world. And the secret is to find what is that talent for you? What is that skill? What is that something that you have within you that hardly anybody else on earth has it? And if you can find out what that is, because you know what I can tell you? I love my job. In fact, I do it for free. I love speaking so much, I do it for free because I love doing it. And the best thing in life, I think, from a work perspective, is if you can do something for a living that you would do for free and you actually get paid for it. It's a wonderful thing. So the question is, what are you good at? What's your talent? What's your skill? What is it that you can do better than almost anybody else on earth? Find out what that is, use it to your advantage, make it a part of your life, and you'll be happy. Life, life, lessons, lessons, we live.